0: Hey there, and welcome to the 17x podcast series, where we chat with amazing people from all over the world on how they are using their business to create outcomes aligned with the sustainable development goals. We hear from entrepreneurs, social innovators, and change makers, and everyday business owners using their business and brands as a source for good. So sit back, get inspired with me, as we hear from these amazing people telling their story of purpose and impact. Thanks for listening. Hey podcasters, welcome to the show. Today's conversation is with Anna Oshirov from Melbourne. She's the founder of the Eventologist Movement and is a workshop facilitator at Project Gen Z. An event marketing expert, Anna takes business owners from being unknown to industry influencers through the power of live events. As a fellow B1G1 member, Anna also runs engagement events in Melbourne to connect business owners with the practice of bringing purpose into their business models and aligning with the global goals. So thanks so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoy this one. All right, welcome back to uh, the podcast. Today's uh, conversation is with an interesting entrepreneur down in Melbourne, Anna Oshirov, Did I get that right?
1: Yeah, you did. Excellent.
0: <laughs> welcome to the show. Great to have you here.
1: Nice to be here.
0: So um, we were just chatting about um, your story um, offline there and what you're up to. Uh, Before we actually get into that, I always do like to start with a bit of an icebreaker Um, and uh, a little bit in theme with what we're actually just talking about is uh, 2019, what are we now? We've got uh, a little around about uh, 11 days to go, 12 days to go. What's been the highlight for you in 2019? Um, You can be professional, personal, whatever you like, but... um, Reflecting on the year, what's been great?
1: This year's had a lot of growth in it. So uh, I don't know if you set a word for the year for yourself, but I found that setting a word to focus on helps to really systemize everything you do to focus on that word. And for me, this year was certainty. Uh, I started my business in its current model really sort of midway through last year. And for me, this year was really around getting certainty of who I am and what I want to do in the world, the types of people that I want to work with and what organizations to align myself with, how my IP and, I guess, give back is of value to my clients, whether what I do works or not in the marketplace. So this has been really around cementing that positioning of an event marketing specialist and really working with business owners because I focus on uh, how to master events for your business growth. So really focusing on business owners who want to implement an event marketing strategy into their business models and giving them a blueprint on how to do that. And so, you know, just testing the product in the marketplace, one-on-one coaching, group training, big um, boot camp events and it's been a real great growth journey, seeing people succeed, seeing what people don't like to do and do like to do and... <laughs> seeing the implementation and then, you know, really planning for a 2020 that's more actually financially driven. <laughs>
0: yeah, awesome. I think um, uh, the, the, I've asked that question a few times in, in both uh, podcasting and some events I've been in and uh, you're one of the few people that I've heard has actually delivered on their word of the year. Um, Mine was education at the start of this this year. I said, right, I need to learn more stuff. Now, I think I've definitely learned more stuff, but I haven't done it in the structured way that I thought I was going to do it, like read more books and get involved in, you know, go and do a course of some sort and actually just re-engage with the idea of learning. So, um, yeah, kudos to you for actually delivering on what you set out to do. That sounds really cool.
1: (laughs) And it just Um, just happened organically, you know. I think just setting the word helped and even like certainty of, like I, I speak, and I've only been speaking on stage for maybe two years, so just being certain on stage and how how to deliver authentically, but with a you know backing of certainty rather than confidence, because they're very different uh, concepts. Mm. So yeah, it's been a good good year for that.
0: Yeah, awesome. That's really cool. I look forward to seeing you on stage and hearing what you um you know how you bring that certainty to the stage because I I love how you say the separate between certainty and confidence because. It's really easy for speakers to have their ego with them on stage. And how yeah. do we actually remove that and look at things like certainty is a great word for, for speakers to consider. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us about what do you do? What's your elevator pitch? What What's your business <laughs> and what's happening down there in Melbourne?
1: Yeah, so I call myself an eventologist, a person who uses events as a platform for business growth. And then I teach that as a platform, so looking at one-on-one coaching group workshops on how to plan, promote, present successful events for business growth, boot camps. Um, I have had a venue called the Holistic Business Hub, which I was running my workshops through and from. I found that I've slightly outgrown that, but without setting it up, I wouldn't have come to the conclusion that... There are so many amazing entrepreneurs out there who really want to share their vision and their values and make an impact and know that moving from a one-to-one to a one-to-many model will have the biggest um, impact on you know their clients and on the world in general. And yet many people are really woefully underprepared when it comes to how to market your event, how to create an effective event marketing structure in your business model that will First and foremost, be of value to your business and then be of value to your clients because what I find a lot of people, especially in the service space, we like to give, we like to give value, we like to teach, we like to have an impact, which is all very important. But if that's not having an impact on our own businesses, if our business is not growing and we don't have a structured approach to how events fit into our product ecosystem and business growth, then what I find people burn out Um, they don't succeed in their events they get really stressed and resentful and then decide that events don't work for them and unfortunately what that means is they can't have the massive impact that they want so I've decided that my vision in this world is to empower people to bring their vision to the world on a one-to-many model and create structure around that
0: awesome I think uh, I'll be one of your clients next year for some of uh, some of my events because I, I reckon I need some polish <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> on how to do things better. So, um, you know, public speaking is an interesting one, I think, for anyone that's in that entrepreneurial space because it seems to be, it's almost like the pinnacle of brand profile success when you're, particularly as a single entrepreneur, you know, how do I become a public speaker get on stage and, you know, and make things happen? Um What's your origin story that's led you into this? Like, what were you doing before this? Um, How did you get into speaking? Were you in the hospitality space? Were you in the teaching space? Like, what's your history?
1: So, I have worked in hospitality and I have done some teaching, but essentially I studied communications and went through the marketing comms uh, path. So, I was doing account management, business development within marketing agencies and it actually just so happened I was contracting for a company and the guy who was running the company was teaching marketing workshops to tradies and he said to me, nice. I think you would be good at this. Why don't you come along and sit in on one and then the next one, he's like, why don't you co-facilitate it? And then by the third one, he's like, you do it.
0: Yeah.
1: And <laughs>
0: That was his plan all along. No, <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his plan was but that's exactly how it yeah, rolled yeah, out. Yeah, cool. I've got this one coming up in a couple of weeks and I can't do it. Do you just want to go and run it? Yeah, uh, Sure. And I think I, I found that really natural for me to, to teach, to facilitate, to you know take the learnings that I have and be able to really inspire people to think a little differently for their own business as far as marketing goes. Mm-hmm. But then I left that uh, position and went back into the world of full-time employment and at some point realized that working with a bigger agency, working with bigger clients, wasn't really fulfilling for me. I loved working with small business owners and really being able to see how what we do impacts their bottom line. And so I quit my job and started marketing consulting. And um, in the process of marketing consulting, I thought, you know, I'd love to do this again, move from that one-to-one to one-to-many model and do it more in workshop style. And at this point, I happened to go to Sam Cawthorn's Speakers Institute one day for an event. And... In that event, what, I, what dawned on me um, is that communication is only 7% of the words we use and everything else is body language, tonality, facial expressions, energy. And it never occurred to me until such time that it was pointed out that the actual content is not necessarily the main aspect of our communication because studying communications, we really focused on content, right? And I guess that took me down the path. I decided to do the boot camp and then became one of the Speakers Tribe leaders in Victoria for um, Speakers Tribe and did their bigger protege program and sort of started me down the path of learning how to communicate more effectively. So that, coupled with running events and workshops, really helped me to take what I was learning and implement it in an event-based model. Plus... Because we were, I was leading the speaker's trial, I was learning how to make events work. Uh, I was running my own events, learning how to make my own events work. And, you know, we, I guess, we are the experts. Whoever's behind me can learn from me. And there's people who are ahead of me that I can still learn from and still do learn from. But yep. I decided that there's, I couldn't actually find anybody in the space of teaching people how to really master events for business growth there's a lot of people who talk about public speaking and how to position yourself as a speaker there's people that help us to do event management and how to roll out events and curate our events effectively but what i found is most people when they think about an event and they have not run one before they were a passenger we've only ever been to an event and we only know what happens from such time that we book a ticket so then we remember you know ticket we remember the venue we remember what the presenter was like if there was parking if there was food whether we liked it or not and then we leave and so when people start to think of their own event they go well what do I need to do I need to find a venue set up a ticketing platform and curate like do the event management side but we don't think about how we're going to get people to the event so what is all that marketing and communication process of actually nurturing people to make a purchase decision for your ticketing and then how do we curate this event so that it is actually of value for our business? So it has to be a, one of our products that either has a, that has a purpose or an outcome. And, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people ask me, how do I know if my event was successful? How many people do I need in the room? What do I need to do? And really, it's, I find it really simple. If we can identify the purpose of this event for us in our business beforehand and then work towards achieving that, then we've succeeded. Yeah, sure. And so it's, that, it's been a real interesting sort of growth journey and it's only really in the last two years that it's come and that's why last year was, or this year was all about certainty because I want to make sure that what I'm teaching people is going to make the impact that it needs for them to be able to have the impact they need.
0: Yeah, sure. And I guess that's where the holistic business uh, type name comes from, right? It's yeah, age. well, that's right. Yeah. Because
1: everything is part of a greater whole, right?
0: Yeah, and so we've connected through our mutual membership of uh, B1G1 and, you know, business for good and purpose-driven branding and all sorts. Mm. Um, uh, before we get into, I guess, how you do it, in terms of wanting to align your business with, with impact and positive outcomes and, you know, or, or social uh, responsibility, whatever you want to call it. Um, did you what what kind of got you into that frame of mind? Is it something that's always sat with you or did you have a particular aha moment that shifted your focus, and said, right, I need to make sure my business is creating some good in the world at the same time? Do
1: you know I've i watched Paul Dunn speak probably four years ago or five years ago, and his pitch around why creating a business for good is important really struck a chord with me. Um and I think if we're working if we're working towards a goal that's greater than ourselves, then we will work harder. So it just occurred to me that it's valuable to set up your business with a social giving, both for your business, because creating a business for good should be good for your business and also having an impact externally. You know, we have an opportunity to be able to do that. Mm. And I think The reason for B1G1 specifically versus aligning with a different organisation or a charity is that B1G1 gives business owners a unique opportunity to choose what types of projects to give back to impactfully that align with our values and what it is that's important to us and our clients. Uh, And I like that it was set up as a social enterprise, that 100% of the giving goes to the project you choose. and, yeah, I like that there's a community around that and I just saw a lot of possibility in, to be able to create my business that has a social impact but also, you know, engage with a community of like minded people that yeah. are also on that same path.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, that's one of the things I love is what, you know, particularly with the, I guess, the B1G1 community and, and also um, the community that's wrapping around the global goals at the moment, uh, the Pledge 1% kind of movement as well is this idea of like-minded individuals you know and it's almost like we can bring the the psychological kind of um, you know the statement that we are a reflection of the five people we spend the most time with outside of our immediate family and, and i think as business operators if we can connect our businesses with five other great businesses and we can start to reflect you know common knowledge and common interests and common impact and you start to get that that business for good is good for business and all that uh, really starts to just happen almost by osmosis by being around these communities. Um, so I love what you say there and, and making it accessible, of course. Um, so how do, you, how do you do it? Like what, what's, your, what's your connection? You're making a difference to what, how do you make it happen in your business?
1: So in my business, I create tickets for good. So for every ticket that I sell to an eventologist workshop or how to market uh, events for your business growth, for each one of those tickets I sell, I provide uh, business training for women in Malawi. That was my alignment. I felt like, you know, I'm in a business space and I believe that empowering, especially empowering women to be able to create a viable business in a third world country probably has the biggest impact not on them, their family, but also on their community. So for me that really aligned with my values around how to grow and so being able to give back in that way for me was a no-brainer. I just thought that is a perfect perfect project for me to align myself with. And so then I let my audience know that that's what's happened when we complete our events. They get an email letting them know that, You know they've contributed to X amount of training days for um, somebody else, and really spread that message uh, wider. I believe that there's more. I can probably have an even bigger impact as far as talking about, and that's why. I guess that's why I align myself with B1G1 more intricately, and I think probably talk about this a bit later as far as the events. But learning how to utilize our giving impact to spread the word wider and also be able to encourage people to come back to our business because they know that our business is going to have a wider impact and that's Mm. something that I think all business owners could learn to do effectively and that way I believe it will create a better business model for the individual business it will bring more clients to them then they can make an even bigger impact and so business for so good will be
0: good for business. Yeah, well, 100%. You know, and and like looking at the global goals, you, you're ticking off a few there around you know, quality education, um, decent work and economic growth, gender equality, women in business in Malawi. You know, it's, um, I would assume it's a, it's a huge opportunity uh, over there to have, uh, you know, that sector of industry really upskilled and trained. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's amazing what you're being able to create there before we get into the the community stuff that you're doing, uh, particularly around engaging your community with giving and, and business for good, um, when you like you, you talk there about how you do an afterthought with your with your attendees, say, hey, because you bought this ticket, this thing happened in Malawi, and we educated people, and there's that after effect. Um What what happens in your business when you tell people that? What's what's the uh, what 's the the repercussions from from telling your clients that they 've just created a difference in the world
1: I, What I find is uh, I talk about it in in the actual workshops and thank them for you know, contributing and what I find mostly happens is people start to be more inquisitive around well what is b one g one and how can I be part of it. Mm. So more than anything, what I find is people then start to have a different perspective of what could be possible for them. Mm-hmm. And because I teach people how to run events, so they start to think, "Well, how can I implement a giving structure into my event ticketing or event model yep. so that we can have tickets for good? That will enable us to, you know, have that sort of social responsibility and create more of an impact." Um, that's probably the main the main mm-hmm. outcome. That I find, so people just get interested in how are you doing this? How can we do the same?
0: Yeah, I, um, I can understand that it can use because you see when you start talking about how simple it is to actually engage with things like making a difference, business for good, the global goals—they're not actually as difficult as they may sound on paper. And making a difference is easier, you know, as easy as as um, using the resources that are that are out there, like a B1G1. And you see that light bulb moment of possibility go off in people's head, and they go, "Hey, this is an opportunity here for all of us in business." So, um, you know, thank you for being, you know, the, the guiding light that you are for your community inside of that. So, um, and inspiring people to make a difference in this in this space. Um, you now, you are running some cool events that I guess are engaging directly. Uh, we are talking a bit more about B1G1 here, but you are you are really championing an idea to engage people rather than just them seeing how you're doing it and go and kind of have some ideas, you're actually bringing people into a space to say, hey, this is actually how you do it, what you should be doing and this is how you go about getting connected. Can you tell us a bit about what you're doing there?
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, I guess the founder of B1G1 is Masami. That was her idea. And Masami and Paul done the B1G1 movement. And as I was mentioning earlier, Earlier this year, I saw Masami speak, and I know that B1G1 have been around for 12 years. I've known of them for at least the last four or five, and as part of Masami's talk, she said that they've got 2,597-something like that businesses on their books, and for me that just seemed a really low number because B1G1 have been part of my proximity for so long that I thought it would be a no-brainer for more people to pick this up. And as the day went along, we had an opportunity for brainstorming. And I said to Masami, look, I believe there's an opportunity to create local-based member and new member events that bring together like-minded individuals to teach them how to use B1G1 and create a business for good that's good for business. And so that initial conversation evolved to an actual strategic model and we've now created something called B1G1 Connections Building a business for good and we've run three events in Melbourne, they're bi-monthly events. And so the events are really for current and future members to learn how to do business for good that's good for business by implementing the B one G one model.
0: Yeah.
1: And cool. from those events, we've seen incredible things happen. Not just people registering at the event, because obviously B one G one members bring in non-members because it's a really easy way to teach people or show people what B1G1 is, what the community around that is like, why you'd like to be surrounded by like-minded people. But then also what we find happens is people get really inspired and then take that idea and then talk about it in their own businesses. So since then, I've spoken at two other events about B1G1 and what B1G1 is. We've seen B1G1 Tickets for Good implemented into at least two or three of our other uh, events of people who have come to the B One G One Connection. We've seen our team of leaders internally for this grow. We've had the vision now to expand this model into other cities. And what's been really incredible is that, you know, for it's not viable for Paul Dunn to be the only spokesperson for B One G One as a person, you know, public speaker on stage to get people engaged and involved. And so it just so happened that uh, the vision for B1G1 was to move away from those single big events where Paul speaks and find a new way to be able to engage the community. And so my idea sort of came through at around the same time, and we've been trialling it, and it's been it's been working. You know, we've had I think over a hundred attendees. So we run them by a month, in so we've had three events. Over the yeah. three events, we've had obviously crossovers, but we've got definitely a hundred or so new people we've made impact because every time we run an event we align it with a project and sometimes the project aligns with the speaker and really the idea is the two things to happen one is to educate current members and future members on the best way to be able to utilize the whole b1 g1 opportunity mm. because it can really effectively build and grow your business if you are utilizing it to its full potential so that's the first thing, the other thing is to highlight some of the projects that are, are on the books for B1G1 and talk about you know, opportunities like going on a study tour or you know, going to volunteer and support some of the projects, which has been really good. And then also to enable the business owners to connect with each other and do a bit of a mastermind around how they can then utilise the platforms for their own businesses and sort of do a bit of a networking back and forth to Support each other in, in that growth, and we're just finding that having those like-minded people in the room has been really beneficial for growth. Oh,
0: it sounds amazing! Like you can you can just hear that. I guess in, in what you're talking about, the connection and the authenticity, and that hey, it's an op- you know this is an opportunity to trans to transfer the way we we do business, right? You know. And look at okay, there's the old model and the old way to do business in this kind of take, you know, take scenario. What can I sell? How do I how do I get more engagement and more clients? And and this, this kind of new way about, okay, how do we build our business through the the transaction of value and giving and being a you know constructive in the in the either the local or global community? Um, so I love what you're doing and and I'd assume that you're you know. Your commitment to a, an external platform like the B1G one, purely off the back of what sounds like a hell heck of a lot of passion, um, is really great for the holistic business hub because it's that kind of merry-go-round of value adding and, and profile building. And it's I yeah. guess it's your a little bit of your business model that you teach in action around if you're out to provide value for other people, it will come back to you in some stage.
1: Yeah, 100%. What was really interesting, and again, the Holistic Business Hub is only a small part, but really around teaching people how to master events for business growth. And I found uh, a few weeks ago I was at a marketing conference and actually one of the ladies that came to our very first B1G1 event was the MC and the organiser for this marketing conference. And she gave me an opportunity to speak to the room for maybe five minutes just identifying what B1G One is, what the B1G1 events are about, etc. And literally after speaking for five minutes, I had five people chase me down to find out more about B1G1, but then also find out more about who I am and what I do and how I do what I do. And so it's such a it's a very different way to engage attention yeah. for yourself and business model, you know. So if I stood up on stage and I talked about you know, how to master events for your business growth and did an elevator pitch, I'm not sure that five people would be chasing me down to find out more. But because the purpose of what I spoke about wasn't my business, it was how to give back impactfully, it really engaged people's thoughts. And in coming to speak to me, the obvious next question is, tell me more about B1G1 and then tell me more about yourself. Mm. And then you're opening up a pathway to have a conversation and I guess you're right for me because I can say, well, we set up the B1G1 events. What I do is teach people how to do things like setting up the B1G1 events. So then it yeah, opens sure. up a clarity of the hmm. conversation.
0: And yeah. yeah, it's so great to to have this idea of um, getting in front of people to talk about something something that's a value add and. I've had this conversation with other people around the market to many approach, you know, the one, to many, exactly what the space that you're in. And this idea of, um, you can't get on stage and talk about yourself. And, you know, if you just do that, you, you, you dangerously getting into this idea of activation and run to the back of the room and sign up. And, you know, this kind of old school mentality of public speaking gigs. Um, and, uh, you know the, the idea these days needs to be really delivering value. What can I create in this over-delivery? This is one of my main lessons that I learned in 2019 through 17X, and I shared it at a, at a little speaking gig last night, was the idea of creating collaborations and partnerships through a value transaction and absolutely over-delivering on the, on the premise of what can I do for you um and if you're committed to providing this 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 over delivery of value eventually it comes back your way later and Mm -hmm. you know through whether a direct business transaction or some other you know opportunity down the track so i love the idea that you know what you're saying here is exactly what you touched on is you know business for good is good for business and um and it's okay you know I, i think this uh this premise that if you're going to be in business for good, you can't go and look for your own opportunities. I think it's okay to look at how do we create an ecosystem where we are creating great value and our business flourishes from it. And that's really the I think
1: it has trend. to be that way. If your business, the more money your business makes, the more impact you're able to have.
0: Yeah, perfect. You know, that's,
1: that's, that's kind of, in my mind, I'm like, that's just the way that it, that it works. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes, there is a point. So let's just say I decide to donate to a charity and that's just for me to feel like I'm giving back. I might be passionate about the charity, but if I don't tell anybody about this and if I don't help to inspire others to do the same, then you're really, you, you, you're actually robbing the world of the opportunity to give back more impactfully. Like the more I can talk about it, yep. the more others will think about it.
0: Love it. Love it. Robbing the world, it's almost like that, that needs to be a slogan on a t shirt. If you don't <laughs> talk about this, you're robbing the world. <laughs> Um, well, that's really cool. I love, I love what you're doing. I love the activation that you're doing around getting people to, to realise the potential of, of changing the way that they do business. Clearly, you're engaged with, with a multitude of global goals and, and um, you know, growing uh, as you go. Um, my last question really for you is what's on the horizon? Where, do, where are we going to see you? What are we going to see you doing in 2020? Right, so
1: 2020 is really around, for me, building out that, um, event marketing model. So what I've really decided to do is actually move from the venue and just do more of a go to a co-working space that has a bigger reach and more people. I'm yep. um, looking to focus more on the like the training company around engaging people for one-on-one consulting and group coaching for events, aligning myself with the organisations that I believe make an impact and really supporting them to be able to create bigger and better events um, doing more of the sort of coaching for both speakers and um, also young people around how to do business and implement that business for good structure and then support my clients from a digital marketing perspective when it comes to events because the event-based strategy model you have to have both personal branding and then we also need to have a solid online presence and What I find people struggle with the most is marketing and that's my background. So really implementing uh, systems and processes that will enable businesses to, you know, have their personal branded website, have their event website, have their event marketing strategy rolled out for them across their social media channels and then support them in being able to fill their rooms with the right audience to be able to have the impact they want to have. So,
0: Awesome. Awesome stuff. we are pretty much run out of time. Uh, As far as uh, people wanting to get in touch with you, find out more about what you do, come to one of your events, um, how do they do it? Where do they find you?
1: Social media is the best place to look for me. So if you type in Anna Osharov, you will find my Facebook, you'll find my LinkedIn, reach out and that's probably the easiest way to connect and engage and then we can take that conversation further.
0: Cool. So um, I'll drop your LinkedIn and Facebook uh, URLs in the copy of this podcast episode so people can just jump down there. and and, Yeah. uh, But thank you so much for your time and thank you for sharing what you're doing with your business model and how you're creating some impact in the world as well as, of course, creating a successful business.
1: Thank you. It's been a real pleasure.
0: Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the podcast Um, We have our 17X speaking events kicking off again in March for our 2020 tour, hitting eight capital cities this time in Australia, as well as ducking over the pond to Auckland. Um, You can keep up to date with when the event is coming to your town through our website 17SDG.com, that's 17 the word. Um, The speakers that we have lined up so far for our events are amazing. So we'll be having heaps of fun and I hope to see you there. Uh, For now, with the podcast, don't forget to subscribe whether you are listening so that you stay up to date with our future episodes. Um, And I'd love it if you gave us a review. Five stars, one stars. It's all good as long as it's real. Um, And be sure to share this with your friends. There are plenty of people out there in business that need to hear this and understand how they can use the global goals to make a meaningful impact in the world simply by running a business that is driven with purpose. And a definition of running a business for good. Thanks again, I'll speak to you soon.